0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. This morning, I would like to talk about one of the most important persons in the universe. And his name is the Holy Spirit. When we think about freedom, July 4th, we think about liberty and freedom. I just went to New York, and I went to the Liberty Island, and saw the statue of Liberty on the left hand. The thing in there say July 4th is interesting. July 4th, on the left hand of the Liberty Statue. And I love to see freedom in people's life. I know that freedom is so important to all of us. That's why we need the freedom. And who give freedom to all of us. The Bible says clearly that freedom comes from the Holy Spirit. Let me read in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty of freedom. My dear brothers and sisters, we need freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from our enemies. And we have three kinds of enemies in our life. We need to really be filled with the spirit and get set free from our enemies. Because our enemy will try to destroy us, kill us, and steal things from us. Let me read from the book of Galatians, chapter 5. In verse 16 on, this scripture talks about one of our enemies. And the enemy is opposite to the Spirit of God. I say, then, walk in the Spirit. which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, reverie, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are in Christ, have crucified the flesh and its passions and desires. If you live in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. The book of Galatians say clearly that we have the enemy, the work of the flesh. And in order to overcome the work of the flesh, we need, the power of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Galatians chapter 6, verses 6 to 9, let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him and teachers. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will Of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit, mean the Holy Spirit, will also of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. The longer I walk with God, the more I see the importance of the Holy Spirit because we are living in the world that try to cause us to fail, to be defeated, to be corrupted, to die, to hurt us. And there are three things on this planet Earth that try to destroy us. The first one is in our own self, the works of the flesh or the sinful nature. We all have the work of the flesh. We all have sinful nature on the inside of us. Sometimes we get jealous. Sometimes we get angry. We're selfish. All this sinful nature will destroy our marriage, our relationship, our work, everything. We need to overcome the sinful nature by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why God wants us to be filled with the Holy Spirit and learn how to yield and to walk by the Holy Spirit so that we can overcome the sinful nature. The second thing is the world system. The world system teaches that we need to seek fame, reputation, and we need to do that to do this in order to get success. But it's not the way of God. For example, the world system says that if you want to Be successful, you need to be the boss. You need to tell people what to do. But God's system is that if you want to be the leader, you need to be a servant. You serve others. The world system and God's system are very different. Number three, the third enemy is Satan, evil spirit, and demons. They come to kill, to steal, and to destroy They will give you sickness, cancer, poverty, curses. So we need to resist the power of darkness. How can we overcome and become free from all these three enemies? The person who, a part of Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is working on this planet Earth right now in our life and through our life. God the Father is in heaven. God the Son is at the right hand of the Father. And we can approach the Father through the Son. And we can receive the grace of the Spirit through Jesus Christ. But the agent of God who is working now in this earth is the Holy Spirit. This is why Jesus say and command us in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. This is a command and a promise of God. He said, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. God knows that if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, it will be very difficult for us to really overcome our sinful nature, to really resist and deny the world system. And to say no and fight against the enemy, Satan or Lucifer, who is very powerful. He used to be an anointed cherub. So we need the power from God. How can we receive the power from God? The Bible says, Receive the power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Everyone say, Holy Spirit. Everyone say, upon. When we talk about relationship relationship, With the Holy Spirit, there are three words. Number one, with. The Holy Spirit can be with people. The second word is in. The Holy Spirit is in people. And number three, upon or on. The Holy Spirit can be on people. Let me explain to you from my own life experience. I was growing up as a Buddhist man. I was really anti-Christians and anti-church. But thank God, one day, somebody told me about Jesus and about the Bible. I never forgot. That happened in Seattle here when I came with Pastor Da for honeymoon. Somebody told me in Seattle about the Bible and Jesus. I was sitting in the car and I heard something in my spirit. Come back home, son. I am your real father. I heard that in my spirit. At that time, I did not understand much because I did not know the Bible. Now I look back. Oh, the Holy Spirit was with, everyone say with. He was with me. He was not inside me yet because I was not born again Christian yet. He was with me in that car and he was speaking to me to become a Christian or to repent and turn away from my false religion into the true relationship with Jesus Christ. Two years later, one night, I watched Jesus' movie from Campus Crusade. And at the end of the movie, I was so convinced that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I bowed my head and I prayed to receive Jesus Christ into my heart. I never forgot that moment. When I opened my eyes, I feel the something come into my heart. The peace of God. The world looked changed. Now I look back. At that time, I did not know the Bible. I look back. I know now, that night in Bangkok, the Holy Spirit came into my life. Everyone say in. So I became a Christian. My worldview would change because the Holy Spirit came into me. I don't have time to explain all the detailed things about my life. But two years later, I was in the east part of Thailand. A pediatrician came to my home and asked me the question, She is a Christian. She asked me, have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? I said, what Holy Spirit I never heard of? So she said, go read the book of Acts. So I read the book of Acts and began to find out that, wow, the disciples in the early church were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they walked with the Holy Spirit all the time. If you... Read the book of Acts carefully, you will know that. Actually, that book should be called, the full name should be the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit worked with many disciples and apostles, not just one. So the Holy Spirit was working with them and in them. After I heard that, I prayed to God, God, I don't want to be a 50% Christian. I don't want to be a nominal Christian. I don't want to be 99% Christian. I left my previous religion. My mom and my dad got mad at me that I got saved because I was willing to give up friendship with other doctors and my family got mad at me that I turned to Christ. I'm going to pursue Christianity 1000%. So I pray God, if this is true in the Bible, I need the next one to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I went to a meeting by the leading of God. That meeting was full of the Christian nurse and doctors. And at the last service, I walked out to be prayed for. The preacher who is an internist from England lay a hand on my head. And I felt something on me. Everyone say on. on. Everyone say upon. upon. Something come upon me like. The waterfall passed into my heart. Suddenly, I opened my mouth and speak in tongues, speak in other language. Wow, so amazing. The power of God hit me. And I was, keep, I was speaking in tongues for quite a while. When I opened my eyes, the world changed again. I became on fire for God and my life changed. Now, I look back. I see now with In and on, three things. When we talk about on, God showed me this kind of analogy. When you have a glass of water, you can put in water in. And maybe half fill or half empty. You keep putting in the water. The water will rise up to 90%, eventually 100% filled up. And if you keep putting the water into the glass, the water will run out and to come upon that glass. Is that right? If you keep pouring, if you keep pouring the water, what happens? The water will fill up that space and the whole glass will be under the water and the water will be on the glass. The water is with the glass, in the glass, and overflowing out of the glass and to be on the glass. There are three levels of how you walk with the spirit. You want only with, Or you want in, or you want on. Which one better? Which one you choose? I give you three choices. $1,000 check, $20,000 check, or $1,000,000 check. Oh, who said that? Very loud out there. I don't need to perform brain transplant for you. (laughs) If you say you want $2,000 check, I think I need to send you to have an MRI of your brain. Something wrong there. (laughs) My brothers and sisters, I use the analogy of money. I use the example of money, the check, to show to you that the same thing with the Holy Spirit. We should desire to have more of the Holy Spirit. We should be thirsty and hungry for the Holy Spirit. We want more. Money cannot heal your cancer. Money cannot save your marriage. Money cannot give you wisdom how to handle your customer and your boss. Money cannot protect you from the car accident, but the Holy Spirit is the answer for everything. The Bible says God will fill us with good things. The Bible says good and perfect gifts come from above, from the heavenly Father. Who is the agent? Who is the person on earth? that make all this happen? The answer is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who heals you, who gives you wisdom, leads you, guides you, empowers you, gives you direction, warns you. He is the one who can really open the door. You can talk to your boss and the Holy Spirit will really talk to your boss to give you the promotion, the raise. He is with you. He is the spirit of grace and favor. Therefore, Christians who understand the Bible, the issue or the subject of how to walk victoriously on earth will be opened to the infilling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can give you freedom. He can set you free from addiction, from anything, from poverty, from curses, anything bad on earth. Heaven is opened up and touched us by the Holy Spirit. The best example to all of us to follow is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And look at how he lived on this earth. The whole thing about him depends on the Holy Spirit. Look at how his birth happened. In Luke chapter 133, 4 to 35. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? Mary was a virgin. She did not get married yet. She did not have any husband yet. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Everyone say, Upon. upon. You remember, I say, Upon, which means overflow, power and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. How was Jesus coming into the womb of Mary? Not by scientific way, not by the doctors, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. The birth of Jesus Christ happened by the power of the Holy Spirit. Look at another one. Luke chapter 3, 21 to 22. Jesus was born by the power of the Holy Spirit. But he was a carpenter for 30 years. He did not preach the gospel yet. He was just helping his dad and mom, the earthly dad and mom, Joseph and Mary. But at the right timing... At 30 years old, he planned to go out to preach the gospel, to make disciples, to heal the sick, to stop the wind and the rains, cast out demons, and he multiplied five loaves and two fish. He stopped the winds and the storm, and he raised it. Before he went out to do all these things, what happened? Luke chapter 3, 21 to 22. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, I like next sentence, the heaven was opened. I pray all the time that heaven is open over you. Your life is connected to heaven. Whatever is in heaven come down and fill you. The favor of God, the healing, all the good things come down from heaven upon you. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. Before Jesus went out to preach the gospel, to serve the Father and serve mankind, what happened to him? He received the infilling, everyone say, upon. The Holy Spirit came upon him, descended on him, came upon him. Again, before he started to serve the Father, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus depended on the Holy Spirit, on his birth, and also in the area of his beginning of the ministry. After that day, he was tempted by Satan. Satan tempted him three things. And he overcame all temptations. Amazing. By the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus could overcome temptation by the power of the Holy Spirit. And after he overcame all the temptations, what happened? He went out to preach the gospel. In Luke chapter 4, 14 to 15, the Bible says, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And news of him went out through all the surrounding region. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. How did Jesus serve the Father? He has a diploma from the Bible school. Did he have a nice car? Internet? Computer? Smartphone? He did not even have a sport car. He walked. And he rode on the donkey. But what made his ministry successful? The power of the Holy Spirit. As Jesus, the Son of God, needed so much the Holy Spirit, how much more human beings like you and me need the Holy Spirit? Oh, I tell you, we need the Holy Spirit 24-7. Amen? This teaching is very simple. But just want to remind you that we all need to be hungry, excited, and fervent. And zeal for the Holy Spirit. We should be hungry for the Holy Spirit. This is one of the reasons I love to go to revival services. I just went to New York last week. The reason I went to New York at the beginning was to conduct or to officiate the wedding ceremony for a couple. The lady, the bride, lost her mom and the dad is in Thailand. So she has no relative here, but I'm a doctor of the dad. And also when the mom was sick with cancer here, she received Christ with me and Pastor Da. And we took care of her on the last three months of her life in my home. We took her in, took care of her. So the daughter feel that we are the family. We went there. And I tell you, when I went into that wedding ceremony and rehearsal dinner, my mental capacity was very tired because no believers there. Everyone did not believe in Jesus. And I was thinking, how gonna officiate this wedding with all these non-believers? What did I do? I pray God, your Holy Spirit need to help me to say things, to do things in the time of the ceremony. And I tell you, God is so faithful. When I began to officiate, the Holy Spirit came on me. And I said thing, and at the end of the ceremony, what happened? All the people came to say to me, this is the best wedding we have ever seen. And they are non-Christians. Oh, if we can remarry again in California. They came from California, this couple. I will call you and ask you to fly down to California to officiate the wedding for us. And the husband said, yes, yes, yes. So I'm so thankful that everything went well. Not because I'm a great guy. I'm not a good speaker by nature. I'm a quiet man. But by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And when the people in New York, about 30 people knew that I was coming down, they set up the camp right away. And within one week, the camp was full. 110 people show up. No more seats. And they are hungry for God. They're so hungry to the point that I got filled with the Holy Spirit to myself. The Holy Spirit came down into the meeting and I got drunk in the Holy Spirit for almost half an hour. We need to be hungry for the Holy Spirit. We need to be thirsty for the Holy Spirit. He is the answer to our life. Luke chapter 4 verse 21. And he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus preached the gospel and Jesus demonstrated the power. And all these people look at him and say, wow, this man looked different from others, from the Pharisees and Sadducees. And Jesus said that what happened here that you saw is the fulfillment of the prophecy in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah wrote the prophecy 700 years before Jesus was born. Isaiah 61 verse one, remember the word say upon, upon, everyone say upon. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. This prophecy concerning Jesus Christ was written 700 years plus before Jesus was born. And on that day, after Jesus preached, he opened the book of Isaiah and read Luke chapter 4, 18 to 19. He read from Isaiah 61. Let me read to you. Luke 4, 18 to 19. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year, or the year of favor of the Lord. My dear brothers and sister, God wants to fill you with the Holy Spirit, to go out to preach the gospel. He wants to empower you, When we talk about power here, there are two things here. Listen carefully. In you and through you. When the Holy Spirit comes on you and you yield to let him do anything in your life, you yield, you let him work in your life, he will change you, sanctify you, purify you, increase the fruit of the Holy Spirit in you. You become a new man. You are changed from glory to glory. I used to be a very short-tempered, selfish, and very self-centered man. The Holy Spirit changed me. And my mom and my dad looked at me. Wow, my son changed so much. He's now very humble and kind. He's giving. He loves the family. He's not a selfish man anymore. My character was changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when I witnessed to my dad, he said, okay, I want to receive Jesus Christ. Because they saw my change. My life is changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And not only that, you're changed by the Holy Spirit inside you. So that you can try the glory of God through you. But number two, when you speak, your voice has the power. When you lay hand on the sick, the sick recover. I remember when I first got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, I prayed for my patients and they got healed and they got saved and they went to church. I remember God gave me the words of knowledge. One time a lady came to my clinic. This is in Thailand. And she looked so sad. And I asked her, what's going on with you? She didn't tell me. Suddenly the Holy Spirit powerfully gave me the words of knowledge. I say. I say it like this. I say God told me that you have problem with your daddy. Her eyes become big. How did you know? I say God, Jesus told me, and she accepted Christ and went to church. This is the power. The power of God gives you supernatural knowledge, wisdom, healing power. You can have power to cast out demons. So that the non-believers will say, Yes, God is bigger than my. Little gods that I worship all these years. I want to become a Christian. You see, God wants you to really go out and preach the gospel with your godly character. Love, kindness, joy, and generosity, and all kind of these things. The people look at you and say, wow, I like this. I like to become a Christian. Amen. And not only that, you have the power to heal the sick, lay hand on the sick. When you pray, the heaven answer your prayer and people see the power through you and they want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only that, when the Holy Spirit come, he also give us the years of favor. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. He want to give us favor. My dear brother and sisters, God is a God of favor. This is, the secret, if you want the favor from God, you need to be filled with the spirit of favor or the spirit of grace. Really. Listen one more time. How many people want favor? Who are going to give you favor? The Holy Spirit. So you need to walk with the spirit. I just share with the first service this morning how God, I understand now when I read this scripture in the book of Luke chapter 4, Verse nineteen, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. In another version, say to proclaim the year of God's favor. On last Thursday, I was at the ticket counter. I bought the coach class ticket to go to New York because the ticket is so expensive. Pastor Di and I, each person pay almost five hundred something dollars. So with tax. So we don't want to buy anything more than coach class. We went there at the ticket counter. And I was standing there and thinking, God, show me favor. Show me favor. And the counter lady put a tag on my bag, my luggage. Priority. I turned to Pastor Da and said, you see that? They put in priority. I know right away the favor of God is on me. When she handed the ticket to me, first class. Both of us. We did not ask, but we got the first class. On the way back at JFK airport, again, we put in luggages. And we're just standing there. God, I need a favor. I'm tired. I worked so hard in the past eight days. I'm tired. That lady again put the tag, priority. I know right away, first class. When she handed me the ticket, da, first class again. Both back and forth. We sat in the first class seats, both of us. Is this a favor of God? It's a favor. Who gave me this favor? The Holy Spirit. Why? Because I walk with the Spirit. I honor the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. I listen to Him. And I want to yield to Him. He is my guide. He is my wisdom. He is the one who works in the hearts of people to give favor to me. He is the best God. He is the God of grace. And the more Holy Spirit, the more grace I have. His name is the Spirit of grace. Jesus has the Spirit without measure. Do you know that there are different measures of the Holy Spirit? Like you all have bank accounts, but you all have different amount of money in the bank. Is that right? Some of you may have $10,000 in your bank account. Some of you may have $300,000. I know that John may have about two or three millions in his bank account. Whatever, how much you have. (laughs) Elijah has the anointing. But before Elijah got picked up by the sheriff to go to heaven, he asked Elijah, his servant, What do you want? Elijah was very Smart, very wise. He did not ask for money or anything else. He said, I want the double portion of your anointing. Yeah. He asked, the best gift that you can get from God or from your leader is the anointing, the Holy Spirit. So Elisha got the double portion. Yeah. Amen? Amen. So there is a measure of the Spirit. And you need to learn how to receive more measure of the Holy Spirit. Definitely. Definitely. One thing you can do is you get hungry and thirsty for the Spirit of God. Two, you ask. You need to keep asking. Three, associate with people with higher anointing than you. Because the anointing can flow down from the top down to you. I notice one thing that I have a good family. The anointing of good family is in me. That's why all the family in this church are happy with Never have divorce for a long time in this church. Never see any divorce. Happy family, the kids are happy because the anointing of the happy family is here. I have the anointing of prosperity. I'm very successful in my work. So I noticed that our members who are committed here have the anointing of prosperity as well. They get promoted. And uh, the man in New York who followed me, he said that in one year, he got raised six times in one year. And just when I went there, (laughs) this is funny, I went there that week. He worked for a restaurant and something happened by Wednesday. He became an owner of the restaurant. Listen carefully. He was uh, just cooking in the uh, restaurant. But by Wednesday, somebody offered him a restaurant. He became an owner. Is that the anointing of prosperity? It's the anointing. It's the Holy Spirit. The grace, the favor of the Holy Spirit was upon him as well because he followed the ministry. Flow down from above. The grace of God. The rain flow from the top down to the bottom. Is that right? Association. Asking. Hungry yielding, faithfulness. Whatever you have now, you have five. If you're faithful in using five to bless other people, God will add you more. Ten. If you use this ten that God gives to you, He adds more. Twenty. Double. If you use the twenty, faithful. He's going to add you maybe another hundred. You keep being faithful in serving the Lord and using what God gives to you, He's going to give you more. That is the way of God. Amen. Amen? Jesus Christ told the disciple that it's better for me to go away. Why? Because he can be at one place at one time. He could talk to one person at one time, but he could not talk to another person at the same time. So, what is better? Look at John 14 16. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. John 16:7 But I tell you the truth, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counselor, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. Every believer can have the Holy Spirit in and on everywhere He or she goes. You don't need to be around me. You can be on the airplane. You can be in your car, in your house. Everywhere you go, the Holy Spirit is with you and he can talk to you, guide you, empower you. He can give you grace there. You can be with him anywhere you go. All the days of your life. Is it wonderful? Amen? The Holy Spirit is with you. So I want to encourage you. Do this. Recognize that he is with you. Don't ignore him. This is the way I walk my Christian life. Everywhere I go, every decision I make, I will talk to the Father. Father, show me. Help me. What should I do? What is your wisdom? I want to respond to your wisdom, not man's idea. I pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the way to the Father. But right after I pray, Father, tell me what to do in the name of Jesus. Right away, in that second, I hook up to the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the one who communicates the message from the Father to me here on earth. I cannot see the Father. I'm not in heaven right now. I cannot hear His voice up there. But the Holy Spirit in me, the message. Do this. Say this. Keep your mouth shut. Go there. Don't go there. Invest there. Don't get involved with that. Don't trust that man. He's going to cheat you. You listen He's going to give you wisdom. Operate this way. Perform surgery on this lumbar spine. Number one, two. Or two, three. Or what? That's how I practice my neurosurgery. Practice. I always, when I look at the x-ray, I listen to the Holy Spirit. What area I should fix. And how I should do it. And I obey the Holy Spirit. The outcome come out? Perfect. The patients love me. Because... I was helped and received counseling from the Holy Spirit. He knows everything. He's the best doctor. He's the best cook. I'm just saying, any profession, you need to depend on the Holy Spirit. He's the best guide to help you, anything. Amen? Amen. You look so excited. I'm very excited to know more of the Holy Spirit. And have more measure of the Holy Spirit in me. Everyone say, the more the better. better. Upon me. me. Big one. one. I don't want the little Holy Ghost. (laughs) I want a big Holy Ghost. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit for a few Sundays. To teach you how to walk with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come on. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I would like to encourage you to receive Jesus Christ into your heart, to have him as your God and your Savior. My dear brothers and sisters, we were created by God. We did not come from monkey. I have never seen even one monkey cook, bun or steak, or make any hairstyle. I never see even one monkey who have the creative idea to build the airplane, the car, and the smartphone. The monkeys are the monkeys all these thousands of years. You never seen even one monkey become a man. Never seen one. But we were created in the image of God. That's why we know how to love. That's why we know when we sin, we are convicted. Monkeys never care anything. They just slap on each other and hold on to the branches and then throw from one branch to another branch. They don't care much. But we know. We know how to build airplanes. We know how to build smartphones and cars. We were created in the image of God. That's why we have the creative idea. But the problem is human beings, all this generation, reject God. And don't want to do anything with the creator. Therefore, I invite you to turn back to God. To come back home. And say, God, you are my creator. I am so thankful you sent your son, Jesus Christ. Who was born from a virgin. Who performed miracles. Who claimed to be God. And who was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The Holy Spirit did not only give birth to Jesus. He did not only help Jesus or anoint Jesus to preach, but he raised Jesus from the dead. And if you receive Jesus Christ into your heart, the Holy Spirit will come in you. And he can give life to your body. He can make you look younger. Strong. He can heal your body. That's why Pastor Da looks so young. My wife, Pastor Da is my wife. Because she has the Holy Spirit who gives life to her mortal body. Amen. But you cannot have the Holy Spirit in you until you receive Jesus Christ into your heart. Repent of your sin and ask Jesus to come into your heart. If you want to do that, pray with me. Pray it out loud. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I'm not perfect. I have made mistakes. But you love me so much. You send your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, cross. to pay for the penalty of my sin. sin. I repent, Lord, of my sins. sins. Lord Jesus, Jesus. come into my life right now. now. Give me your Holy Spirit. Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Spirit. From today on, on, I I will walk with you. You will teach me Provide for me. Guide me. Protect me. me. Give good things to me. me. Use me, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord, Lord. for loving me. me. In Jesus' name, name. I pray. pray. Amen. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. How many people say that from now on? You. Gonna learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit? How many people say, I'm more hungry. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit more. How many people say that from now on, I will honor and recognize the Holy Spirit in my life? Amen. It's so important to walk with the Holy Spirit all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you.